0: The Watercaller is a live storytelling event performed monthly at Bats Theatre in Wellington. This month's theme was When I Was Your Age. A small reminder that the stories were recorded live, so the language and themes may not be for everyone. Yutha Dean is an award-winning writer, storyteller, and theatre practitioner. His work has appeared in Sport, The Listener, Fishhead Radio New Zealand, The Wireless, and The Pantograph Punch. He is one of the founders and creative co-directors of My Accomplice Theatre Company. He currently is on The Writing Staff for Power Rangers. This is Yutha's story. Can I get you all to please put your hands together for Yutha Dean?
1: Hello. Um, Everyone was like, uh, I'm normally funny, but this one isn't funny. But seriously, you guys, this one isn't funny. And like, this is a couple of like pre preamble, just so we're all on the same page so I frame this correctly. The second is there's no really way I can tell the story or sequence of stories without it feeling a bit poor you for being so great. But then I kind of realised we're a group of largely Caucasian people in the studio at bats witnessing a podcast recording. (laughs) So like that's the best we can do. And the other is that having witnessed the other three tonight, this ends up feeling a bit like a megamix of all of them. So I was showing my asshole to my stripper friends. (laughs) I wish. Um. (laughs) Uh, And my dad laughs the loudest. Um, With that in mind, the megamix in mind, I'd like to start with an epigram. And the epigram is, what if I'm only creative because my brain likes to cannibalise itself? Libby like 20 minutes ago. This isn't really one story. Well, it isn't one story that happened once. It's one story that has happened to me over and over and over. And sometimes the story changes, and sometimes I change. But the first thing we've got to talk about is that I'm really great. (laughs) In 2009, I started a theatre company called My Accomplice. We have a show that opens tomorrow called A Play About Space at Space Place. It's really good. Alex is in it, and he's really funny. But the most funny bit is every joke I wrote. (laughs) And we did a show in The Fringe in 2010 called Sometimes I Don't Like Yellow, which was about, in ascending order of importance, cannibalism, pineapple, and killer robots. And it went kind of well. And this started a trend of happenings, this trend of stories that have happened in my life, which is that people will ask me to go for coffee with them, and they'll ask for my advice on, sometimes they'll be like, I've written a play, what do you think? Or they'll just be, a couple of times, someone wants to ask me, like, can we have coffee? And can you just teach me how to be creative? Um. And when that first person, when we had coffee, this is what I said to them. I said, just make a thing. It's so great. It's so much fun. You can do whatever you want. You can do anything. But because it's the first thing you make, you'll hate it. But we had a good first year, that company. We made a second show called Doors, Walls, and also Silence, which was really a sequence of codes about how I hated my current flatmates, and by the end, three of the flatmates were dead. (laughs) And I was the surviving one. I was represented as a cat. The year after that, we put on one show in the Fringe called Think of All the Fun You'll Find in the Rubber Room, which, to be as Caucasian as possible, was inspired by an episode of This American Life. (laughs) But it did really well. And another person asked to have coffee for me to read their play. But things were getting a bit heavy because I'd just given up my only... (laughs) um, proper job I've kind of ever had in my life, which was, because there's structure in all things, editing salient. I say I gave it up. I applied for a second year and didn't get it. And if you've ever been humiliated in your life, I promise, applying for the job you have and not getting it is worse. So things were dipping. And I was really trying to be an artist, to live the artist's life, which meant kind of not doing much and calling it brainstorming. (laughs) But I went for coffee, and they said, how do I make a thing? And I said, you just make a thing. It's so much fun. You can do whatever. You can do anything because it's but, but, but. Because it's the first thing, you'll hate it. At the end of that year, I was in a restaging of a work, a play called Death and the Dream Life of Elephants. The first time we had done it, it was a dream life of elephants. And the second time we did it, downstage, now the Hannah Playhouse, now a vacant husk across the road, it was a death without a dream life in elephants. And we tried to recover. We tried to make a show called A Play About Love. But that was much harder because when most trying to express that feeling in my life, I felt the least of it. And someone asked me, you know, you make plays. Read my play. Give me some advice. And I said, yeah, make a play. You can do whatever. You can do anything. But, you know, because it's your first thing, no, you'll hate it. And then the year after that, I made a really good show with my friends called A Play About Space Return Season tomorrow and next Wednesday, spaceplacefringe.co.nz. You should really come. It's excellent. And that was kind of going all right. But then I put this immense pressure of myself on putting a second work on that year um, where we had no money and it ended up costing $20,000. And if we had not sold every single seat in the old, new BATS theatre, we would have gone, <laughs> we would have lost money. And luckily we did, because it was great. And I knew it was great, but I did not feel it was great, because all I could see was dollar signs crushing me. And someone said, oh man, that play is so good. Can you tell me about directing? I'm about to direct my first show. And I said, yeah. Make a show. You can do anything, but just know because it's your first thing, you will hate it. And in 2014, I made a play about fear, which wasn't really about fear, it was really about me being very upset that my girlfriend that should have left me had left me. (laughs) And, And then I did a story show where i went to people's houses and told them a long metaphor for my depression but they thought it was funny and at the end i kind of wanted to be like but no i'm telling you this instead of killing myself right but i didn't say that because i wanted them to give me money And at the same time, the best thing that could ever have happened to me had happened. We had gotten the stab commission. If you don't know what that is, Creative New Zealand gives BATS $65,000 to give to a theatre show to put on. And we had that. We had resource. We ended our pitch with, you've seen what we can do for nothing now, wonder what we could do with something. And so we decided to do a show that cost a quarter of a million dollars. And it nearly killed all of us. And the second draft of the script was two months late. This is a project I initiated working with on my best friend. The Second draft of the script was two months late. I was late for myself because I spent three of those weeks not leaving my room except to get food and go to the bathroom. And sometimes, do you want to overshare? Did not leave the room to go to the bathroom. (laughs) It was funny, and it was terrible. And the show came out, and it was all right. But that wasn't me. That was because I'd built a great support structure around myself, and they had so, so saved me. I had got this great opportunity, and it had succeeded despite myself. And someone saw the show, and they came to me, and they said, Man, the first half of that show was so good. And the second half was... All right, you should. Talk. I wanna. I wanna. Put, I've written my first play. What should I do? And I said, Look, put on your show. But it's your first thing. But you should know that you'll hate it. And then this year, I say this year. I mean, twenty fifteen. I had been commissioned by Young and Hungry to put on a play. And after the last time I'd talked about my depression and the feeling I wanted to kill myself and was kind of felt like I was screaming at the world, everyone had laughed. So instead, I wrote a play about someone deliberately making an end point in their their life. And what was worse, people did not find it funny. The worst possible thing happened, which is this. Oh, Yutha, hi, yeah, I saw your Young and Hungry show. Now... I don't care what other people are saying. I liked it. And someone asked me, this is the person who asked me if, what it was like, how to be creative. And we had coffee and I just said, you'll hate it. And so then I just kind of stopped and it dripped out of my life and I moved to Auckland, where I do a real job. I live in Grey Lynn with a 40-minute commute. And it's a creative job. It's great. But it's, I'm there at eight, and now it's kind of white-noised out. And I thought that would be terrible, but it's actually the solution. Because two weeks ago, someone messaged me on Facebook saying, hey, I've written a play. Do you want to read it? Can I get your thoughts? And we had coffee last week. And I said, you should make this play. But because it's your first play, you're going to love it. Because you have to love every single moment of it. And that's the only way it can be worth anything. And you have to take this moment and own it in every moment going forward. Because it was then that I realized that whenever those people were speaking to me before their first work, I was not responding to them. I was not saying, when I was your age. I was just trying to talk to me in the past. I was trying to turn the conversation into a time machine, which is a piece of technology that still really irritatingly avoids us. I don't really know how to end this story.
0: (laughs) If you've got a great story to tell or would like to hear previous episodes, you can visit us at thewatercooler.co.nz. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. The episode is produced by Alice Brine, that's me, and also hosted by stand-up comedian Alice Brine, who is also me, so make sure you get to the live show and come and see the magic happen. Also, I'll take this moment to pitch my show that I'm doing in this year's Comedy Festival as a 2016 Billy T. nominee. My one-hour-long solo show is called Brine Storm, and it happens in both Auckland and Wellington, running over five nights in each city, mid-April to mid-May. Find out more info on facebook.com forward slash Alice Comedian. This show would not be possible without our founder and director, Sarah Finnegan-Walsh. Special thanks to Radio New Zealand and The Wireless for their continued support. This podcast was brought to you by New Zealand On Air. Join us next month for more stories from The Water Cooler.